0: Hi, welcome to the ministry of Prophet Daniel Jadu, a Word and Spirit-based ministry because we are born of the Word and born of the Spirit. His god giving mandate is to raise base in Christ into spiritual maturity by a deliberate teaching of the complete and pure Word of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit and to take the Gospel to the nations of the earth. Prophet Daniel Jadu is the lover of the Word and a passionate teacher of the Word of God and his ministries accompanied by strong teaching, healing and prophetic grace. All over the world, his teachings are boasting the faith of many people and revealing what the mind of God is for them. Many people have come to receive supernatural encounters through his ministry. The message you are about to listen to has been designed by God specifically to grow you into spiritual maturity. So many people have received testimonies by listening to Prophet Daniel Jadu's podcast. Say your testimony with us, leaving a write-up of it in the comment section or you can send it to us via email at contact at pdjministries.org. Now, Prophet Daniel Jadu walks us through the word. Stay tuned look
1: at it he said you are now made holy and each of you is invited to the feast of what your heavenly calling so fasting your thought uh fully unto Jesus fasting your thought fully unto Elijah Zachariah Abraham unto Jesus. Whom we embrace as our, our apostle and the word is high priest. So here, he began to introduce Jesus as the high priest. Can you see that? There is a reason. Now remember, when Jesus came, nobody was an apostle. But people had been high priests. So God hid the apostle for a while and began to introduce Jesus as the high priest to compare himself as the greatest high priest, the best high priest of all the high priests. Go on, verse 2. For he was faithful to the father who appointed him in the same way that Moses was a model of faithfulness in what was entrusted to him. The Bible says in all his house. Verse 3. But Jesus, say but Jesus. But Jesus Jesus is worthy to receive a much greater glory than Moses. For the one who builds a house deserves to be honored more than the house he builds. He's trying to tell you that this Jesus is the one that that created Moses. How can Moses be greater than the, the creator? You see it so the one who built the house deserves to be earned more than the house he built. Uh-huh. Every house is built by someone, but God is the designer and builder of all things. Of all things, he's the builder of your marriage, he's the builder of your children, he's the designer and the builder. Listen, listen, whatever you want, listen to me. Even if it is marriage, eh? Tell God to design the woman and the man for you. This, tell him the materials you want. <laughs> I'm telling you. Don't go for anything. And regret later. Ah, You are reading. He is the designer. And the builder. Don't go for anything. Since it has not happened yet, start talking to him. Uh, tell him, God, I want this speck. I want that speck. The character, I want this. I want that, I want this. When you meet that person you have spoken to God about, you will know that this is he or this is she. Look, this, is a, this should be a revelation for you. Is it children you are looking for? Tell, tell God to design what you want. How you want them to be? How do you want their head to be? Their eyes. Tell God. Is he not the designer? Don't leave the destiny of your children to your jeans. <laughs> Let the designer you know it's like I go to the architect and I said, um, sir, um, remember the Holy Spirit is the architect, right? Yes. And I say, oh, ma'am, please, hey, I want a house. I want, you know, because I have what I want. And then you, you, you understand as a professional what I'm looking for. Then you begin to put my thoughts on paper. Now, when you put on paper, I'll be like, yes, exactly. 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 Listen, when you start praying about your children, how they should look like. God will make you even see them in dreams several days, years, months before they come out. So that if you don't like any. No, but do you think, do you think it's difficult for God to give you what you desire? Is it not the same person that said, Whatever you desire. When you pray, whatever you desire. If the lady you have seen is short, say, Lord, add some. Ah, Some of you are writing, Lord, add some. Do you believe, do you believe they can grow taller? I'm charging your faith up. As part of the material, say, Lord, I don't want laziness in there. So that God can throw that material with a throwaway. And pick sound of hard working. Yes, because one day, one day you might be so tired you can't move. And he or she must be able to move for you. Yes, okay, five. Indeed, Moses served God faithfully in all he gave him to do. His work prophetically, illustrates things that would later be spoken and fulfilled. But, Christ is more than a servant. Do you see the descriptions? Go back. Indeed, Moses served God. The King James Version called Moses was a servant. Look at the King James. And Moses was verily, verily was faithful in all his house as a servant. servant. So God was trying to compare who Moses was and who Jesus was. And he's trying the verse five and six. He calls Moses a servant and he calls Jesus in verse six a son. And a son is always better than a servant. That is why you must not remain as the nepios. In Galatians 5.4.1 he said the heir, the son, the heir as long as he is a child. In fact, he remains a child. Different nothing from what? The servant. Because the heir is supposed to be bigger than the servant. But if you don't learn how to talk, how to speak, if you don't learn to do that, what do you think will happen to you? You go down to the level of servanthood. And when you are servants, the problem is that you might not be able to underst- hold the hypodemia. Okay. Moses was very faithful in honor. He was good. He did all he did. But he did that in the capacity of a servant. But Jesus also... Now, let me explain something to you. The reason why God was comparing Moses and all he did to Jesus was because Moses was also a type of Christ who underwent salvation by bringing the children of Israel because Egypt in the Bible is considered the world. And the children of Israel were in the world and they needed to be set free. So Moses was the Messiah. Didn't you understand when God said, Moses, I have made you God, and I have made Abraham, uh, Aaron your, your, your prophet. So that he can bring them out of Egypt, out of slavery, out of pain. Don't you understand? The last thing God did to, to sum up the salvation story was the issuance of blood. That was the last thing that happened. He said, kill an animal and put the blood anytime blood comes you know, you know salvation has been completed so the same thing Moses did but his was a typo it was a prophetic instructions into the future of the, for the original salvation that was about to take place because the blood of animals are not better than the blood of Christ so if the blood of, of goats was able to set the Israelites free Now listen, Moses set just a group of people free. Jesus set the world free. (laughs) Yeah. So he said, but Christ as a son over his own house, whose house, continue. This is where the thing is. You are already his house. But he's saying that if we hold fast the confidence and the rejoicing of the hope. Firm unto the end. What is the confidence and what is the rejoicing? The confidence in the finished rest of Christ. And the rejoicing of his victory. He said you must hold on firm. Because you see, if you don't hold on to these things. The next other verses will be telling you. You will be entering into unbelief. You will be sliding into unbelief. The reason why people don't believe the finished works of Christ is because they have not had confidence in the finished works and they are not rejoicing in his victory. Ladies and gentlemen, you must every day of your life rejoice. There is an angel holding my left leg. There is an... <laughs> Anytime you talk about Jesus, they get so excited. because There are things they don't even know. Listen. Listen, you must have confidence and be rejoicing. What is your confidence? Jesus died for me. I am who I am because of him. It become your confession. Because servants don't know this. And they don't speak this manner. But sons understand what has been done. And they do this in the rejoicing. Oh, Jesus defeated. Didn't you read in, in chapter 2? Verse um, 15, 14. He said that Jesus came into the flesh. And what? And destroyed the power of him. That had the, uh, the power of death. He destroyed him. That is the victory. So you must be excited. That is why today, if you think that the devil has some power to deal with your life, you are not rejoicing in the victory of Christ. Because, you see, to think that Satan has power today against the believer, and so we must fight. This Christian life is fight, is war, is this, is that. Yes, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but there is already victory. So we don't do the fight. We fight in the victory of, of the one who defeated the devil. Can you see that? Yesterday, I told you about the power of attorney, he defeated the devil. That is the victory. The Bible says that he that is born of God defeats this evil world, and said, And this is what the victory that defeats this evil world. Then he said, What even our faith. You can't tell me you are a believer. You have faith in Christ. Yes, you think that the devil has some power. Whatever is going wrong in your life is because of the devil. And because of the devil, okay, let him do it. But there is a man who also you must believe in. It looks like we believe more than in the devil and what he destroys. That what Jesus conquered and finished. And so we don't believe so much in that. We don't believe in that. You're in the devil. And what I'm going to the devil. So every day of your life, you are praying against the devil. Every day praying against the devil. Every day praying against the devil. But don't you know the Bible says that uh, when we go through di- diverse temptation and trials, we should count it all joy because the born again cannot be destroyed by the devil. Please believe this. You must have confidence and rejoice. It's not every day you pray, Lord, anything that is worrying my life, Lord, anything that is going to my... You have prayed that is enough. There are sometimes times you must spend an hour affirming his finished works and rejoicing in his victory. You have no idea how Jesus feels when you agree with him in faith. Talking about his victory. Look at it. And it's a condition. He said, if... okay." This is what I was talking to you about. My heart leaped when I saw it. When I saw the condition. Take your time and read it. But Christ is more than a servant. He was faithful as a son in charge of God's house. And now we are part of his house. Condition. If if you continue courageously to hold firmly And uh, if you hold on to this, then you are part of the house. If you are not, you are not part of the house. It's scary, isn't it? Because he's come to tell you about unbelief. Go on. This is why. Now, after saying that one, he began to now talk about what, what, I want, what I'm telling you. So you understand the verse 6. This is why the Holy Spirit says. The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit says. If only you would listen to his voice this day. Don't make him. By. Like your. During the days of their rebellion. When they were. He said, don't be. Now, from here, from verse 7 downwards, it's Psalm 95. He was talking about the Israelite, How, after seeing God's miracles and his wonders, they still wandered in unbelief. And so, they did not enter into a place called rest. Look, God made them walk on the, on the wilderness for 40 good years. And none of them. The Bible says, and there was no feeble person. There was no weak person. Meanwhile, there were old people among them. Can you guys come forward? Come. They were, they were old people. But none of them were sick. None of them. For 40 years. For 40 good years. Said there were no feeble person. Listen. For God to mention this. And he said this is why the Holy Spirit says this. Why the Holy Spirit? I told you because he is the witness. When Jesus was dying on the cross. Going through the pain for our victory. He was a witness. So he's the only person that can say the story better than anyone, and he's telling you that there is a possibility. Bible says, "Let him that thinketh is standard stand." What? Take heed, lest what? There is a there is a there is a, there is a possibility for you to sway or slide into unbelief. There is a thin line. That is why, go to the the verse one. We come back to it. He began to warn you. He says, "So, dear brothers and sisters, you are now made holy, and each of you is invited to the feast of your heavenly calling." So what? Fasting your thoughts, fully unto Jesus, you take off Jesus from your face. You will start sliding into unbelief. Don't you understand? Jesus is the author and finisher of our faith. I don't care which book of the scriptures you use to pray, whether it is Samuel or Samson or Delilah or David or Habakkuk. Jesus must be found in that story. Without Jesus, all those stories are incomplete. Without Jesus, incomplete. So it's a first thing your thought. That is why listening to God's word is important too. It will help you fasten your thoughts. And do you know what it will give you? Peace. Quote it for me. It will give you peace. It will give you shalom, shalom. Say it again. He will keep him in perfect peace. He will keep him in shalom, shalom. Whose mind is what? Stayed on him. And he's telling you that fasting your thoughts fully onto Jesus. He said, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. You are not permitted to look anywhere. The Bible says, and when they raised the bronze serpent, he says, look unto the serpent. Anybody that looked away was beaten. But all those that fastened their eyes on Jesus, they were made whole. There was a possibility to look away. I pray you don't look away. You need more of the message of Jesus. Listen. From from Tuesday, I've been talking only about Jesus. There are some ministries they will start talking about Jesus, they will end up talking about something else. Start talking about something else. Start talking about something else, because it's not everybody that has disciplined themselves to make their minds fasten onto Jesus or set their eyes on Jesus. Yet we can preach every, anything from the bible if it is not Jesus related forget it you went to church and Jesus was not preached why did you go what kind of garden was that is it the garden of the ecclesia are, are these people not the one he shed his blood for are they not the people that he died for and whose story did they come to hear Go back to the eight. Don't make him angry by hardening your heart like your ancestors did during the days of their rebellion when they were tested in the wilderness. Go on. There your fathers tested me and tried my patience. Even though they saw my miracles for 40 years, they still doubted me. They still doubted me. They saw his miracle. So you receiving miracles, receiving signs and wonders, is not complete until you can fix your eyes still on the Lord. Because there's a possibility to doubt. There's a possibility to doubt. Listen, if you are not taught the message of Jesus, you think you are standing. It takes one situation to make you doubt. When Jesus came, he took us out of shame and placed us above. But the Christian does not believe, and so when he got something, do something small. Oh, the enemy wants to shame me. He cannot shame you, he has been shamed. You see, I'm telling you, we never believe. There are a lot of scriptures we never believe, we hear. If I start saying because of your shame, God is going to give you double, because of your shame, God is going to get you rejoice rather than when I say you have been made holy. People don't they don't respond to that. So the men of God have seen the strategy. So they use, then they are bringing money. Money. But when you are telling them who they are in Christ. The confidence they need to have in the finished works of Christ. In fact, they don't even understand the finished work of Christ. Nor understand the victory. Don't you know the Holy Ghost could not have come into this world without Jesus? The Holy Ghost actually came in the name of Jesus. Without the name of Jesus, the Holy Ghost was not permitted to come and stay. This is the Jesus I'm talking about. Without him was nothing made that was made. That's the Jesus I'm talking about. So she said, anyway, let's talk about Jesus. Look, they tested him. Sometimes in our prayers, when things become so difficult, you will pray, thank you Holy Spirit you will pray, you will pray you will pray and you will be complaining in your prayer oh Lord you know I have done this Lord you know I am a good daughter you know I am a good son Lord I have been paying my offering Lord this thing I am going through I know you are not sleeping oh Lord, oh Lord if you know how can I go to your church and pray no all power in heaven on an earth has been given unto me take it, go the power in heaven Has been given to you. All the power. In heaven. Is in the name of Jesus. And the devil wants to shame you. (laughs) Go on. 40 years. They doubted God. This ignited my anger. Doubt ignites the anger of God. With that generation. And I said about them. Look at this statement. Look up. Look up. Don't write yet. Look. They wonder in their heart just like they do with their feet. When somebody is wondering, you know, you move around. Is that not so? So in their heart, they keep moving around. Where is your heart? You ask yourself, where is your heart? If you don't set your heart on Christ, your heart will wander about. Today you believe. Because it is with the heart we believe. The heart is used for believing. The Bible says, with the heart, man believeth. And with the mouth, confession. What does your heart believe? When when you go back home, just lie down and ask yourself. In fact, let me do this test. Take a book. Take a pen. Sit down and ask yourself, what do I believe about Jesus? Right? Let's see how many lines you can write. You realize that there are a lot of things you never believed. It doesn't even come to you. Can you try it and come and tell me tomorrow? Some of you ten, what do you believe about Jesus? What do you believe? Their hearts were wandering like their feet will wander, and they refused to learn my ways, the way of the word. He was telling them, "Go here, don't do this, don't do that." but they kept on going away, they were wondering. In fact, their heart will go, go before their body will follow. He says that, I have given you manna. Don't save some for tomorrow. They will save. Hey. Hey? He said, there, there's plenty where it came from. Just finish what you can, you can will take as much as you can eat. Don't save some for tomorrow. Otherwise, it will go waste. The Bible says that they will take more than necessary. You see? But listen, this is where the danger is. God was with them, showing forth his wonders, his miracles, his signs, his power, his greatness. Yet the people that God was showing forth for, they never believed him. Yes, you believed in Christ, you came into Christ, but afterwards, do you still believe? That is why he said, hold on fast. And the only way you can still believe in Christ is when your mind is fixed on Christ. That is why you must, you must devote yourself to hearing messages of Jesus. That is the only way it can... There are some people that believe Elijah more than Jesus. There are some people that believe... Look, these young men of God, uh, boys and girls who wants to be powerful, you know, Elijah, and Elijah, and Elijah, they know little about Jesus. Because all they are seeking is power. And Elijah caught on fire. And he prayed. And you know, and I, you know, See, you don't need to be the power fire to receive a sign. No! We don't receive power by that. Because the power you are seeking is already inside you. Yeah. We unleash power by glossolalia. Yeah. You know glossolalia? It's in your Bible. <laughs> Speaking in tongues. Speaking is glossary, glossary. And lalio is tongues. It means babbling. Speaking babblings. You are speaking babblings. And you speak the unspeakable. Can you see that? May your heart not wander. Charlie, because sometimes you can you can go through pain. Eh? And you are lying on your bed. And your heart begins to wander. This church cried the word of God that... They are saying, but I've tried. But I've t- your heart is wandering. Bring your heart back to check. Say, I don't care how I feel. I believe in Jesus. The word of God is true. I believe it. Please, take hold of your heart. It has the possibility of wandering. Listen, you have not been to certain issue. <laughs> oh my God. All right. Now, note two things here. The heart and the learning of his ways. If you don't read your Bible, there's a possibility you wander away. There's a possibility. Look, visit our podcast. We have over 400 messages there. Over 400 messages and counting. Listen to messages every day. Listen us. We don't preach anybody but Jesus. Listen to Jesus' messages. It will help you keep your mind. Go on. My heart grieved over them. So I decreed they will not enter into my rest. When you begin to wander in unbelief, you don't walk in the rest of God. And when you don't walk in the rest of God, you will toil. You will toil. When a man begins to rest, man has entered into peace. I told you yesterday. I'm sorry, joy. You enter into joy. You enter into peace. You enter into all the character of Christ. Such that situation from outside does not move you. Yes, you know you don't have cash in your pocket. But nothing moves. You don't behave like a man that doesn't have cash. Because some people, cash rules their life. If you don't have cash, you know what kind of person they are. And the day cash will come, they pretend like God is all they have. But the day there is no cash, God is not all they have. Friends become the Holy Ghost for their lives. Let me just give you one the day you borrow huh There's, maybe you are trying to borrow money from the bank from other and they are not allowing you is God helping you because the bible says that you will not borrow the only times God allowed people to borrow the i mean um the pro- the prophet's wife the first or you know she borrowed the thing came to use it for something repaid took everything and had the rest how many days the miracle happened in one day she borrowed vessels so yes maybe you are running your business and there is a big deal and your cash in there is not you pray about it the Holy Ghost gives you the move you can go to the bank, take the money, put it in, get your sales in and then you pay off. Because God, God does not want you to stay with the loan. Pay off and be free. Because he said, you will not borrow but you will lend. That's a scripture. He said, you will not borrow but you will lend. You know today there are churches that take loans. You are taking a loan for God. For his work. Is it your church? Ask him, Lord, this is the situation, should I go for? It? He will not answer you. He said, say, keep trusting. Because you see, it takes him to bring one man to come and pay for all that you are going to the bank to take. Look, I keep, I, I've told you before, when, you are, when somebody is fighting you in the spirit, and later, the person they are fighting, you can tell that they are fighting in the spirit. Or, in fact, you are, you are winning over them. And they bring the battle physically and come to, def- come to attack you physically. They are failed. They lost the battle there. It is only when they lose the battle in the spirit that they want to come physically. When they come to you physically, don't talk. You woke up one day and somebody said, Hey, my WhatsApp boy, oh, Jimmy. He's fighting. Ah, you don't understand what is happening. There's a lost battle so don't talk, don't do her. no, no, no you don't fight here, we wrestle not against flesh and blood you see flesh and blood people fight you unnecessarily lost but keep praying keep doing your you are enforcing your victory you are defending your victory because they want to go through they are defeated but they don't want to accept it When they come into the physical, then you want to fight them. You As for physical, they can beat you. (laughs) Maybe you don't know how to unleash power in the physical, but they they have trained themselves to use the spirit even when they are in the physical realm. Do you understand what I mean? That's why you must learn to. This is how you learn. When you lay hands on people, you can feel virtue coming in your hands then you have learned how to release power from inside. You see it? Yeah. Was it not here, they said, huh." Uh, somebody was hit with a chair. Yes. The chair, somebody was under the anointing. And the person hit the shoulders with, with chair. Normally, it's rub, right? Yes. But then I called her and I put my hand there. I could literally feel virtually my hand and touch her bones. Then she said, hey, hey, hey. Must learn to use that, okay? Let's talk about Jesus. He says, So set your heart every day, my brothers and sisters, and make sure that none of you has evil or unbelief hiding within you. Test yourself every day. Do I believe? That's what I'm saying. When you go home, take your book and pen and keep writing what I believe in about Jesus. Start writing one. I believe there's two. I believe there's three. See how many lines you write. It will show whether you have some doubt in there. For it will lead you astray and make you unresponsive. Unbelief will make you unresponsive to the living God. The reason why you say you don't sense God so much is because there's an unbelief lying somewhere. When you believe God to the core, You respond to him. You yield to him. You can sense him. So strong. Can you see that? Oh, Jesus, help us. 13. This is the time to encourage each other to never be stubborn or hardened by sin's deceitfulness. Now, when this this scripture talks about the consequence of allowing yourself to continue to sin, something will happen to you. Even though Jesus is helping you out, there's a possibility that something will happen. Your heart will be hardened. Now, the very thing called sin that is supposed to make you remorseful, slowly, you will never feel remorse about it. It It will become normal to you. Your heart is hardening. Now, when your heart gets hardened up, remember, he says that you will not yield to God. You will not be responsive to God. Do you know where you are heading towards? You are heading to the point where sin becomes normal. And when sin becomes normal, there's a possibility you can see God talking to you in the scripture. And you say, this is not from God. And you are going slowly, drifting, drifting, onto a point where you begin to renounce the Lord.
0: Okay? Thank you for listening to this message. We believe you have been blessed by it. We are Word and Spirit and we invite you to worship with us. You will fall in love with our Wednesday teaching service Christian Raymond Knight at 6 p.m. Encounter the supernatural in our prophetic service on Friday at 6 p.m. and sit under the rain of heaven in our Frenessa service on Sunday at 8 a.m. Follow the Prophet of God on his official Facebook page, Prophet Danny-ElJadu, and on Instagram at Prophet danny L-J-D-U. For videos, you can subscribe to his YouTube channel. To receive our weekly newsletters, please subscribe to www.pdgministries.org. You can contact Word and Spirit International on 233 1773 or plus 233-54937-7290 or plus 233-50432-8959 or plus two three three two seven five one zero zero eight zero zero so many people have received testimonies by listening to these podcasts. Now, if you are one such person, share your testimony with us by leaving a write-up of it in the comment section or send it to us via email to contact pdgministries.org. You are made to live from glory to glory and your testimony is about to shake the world. You are blessed. victory in the name